0: I'm 12 years old in the sixth grade and I've got it bad for Cindy. Cindy has long brown hair all the way down to her butt and eyes that just turn me into mush. The bad news is she likes Jim. Yeah. And so when someone chooses someone else, instead of you, the first thing you do is inventory. In other words, what's he got that I ain't got. And one of the things, well, he, besides the fact that he was super athletic and well, hot, as hot as a six year or sixth grader can be, he parted his hair in the middle, and at that time that really wasn 't not many people did that, and including me and so I thought, well, one thing I can do right now to make hopefully a change in how i 'm perceived is i 'm going to start parting my hair in the middle, and uh, it 's been that way ever since, and so today we 're going to talk about making a good first impression, and kind of working on your brand. Your brand is the image customers have of your podcast. And today, I've got tips on making your very first podcast episode, as well as three tools that can boost your brand. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting Sense, 2005. I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast coach, Dave Jackson. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, this is where I help you plan, launch, grow, and monetize your podcast. The website, schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER. That's L-I-S-T-E-N-E. E R And you can sign up for either a monthly or yearly subscription. And don't forget, you can join Worry Free. That's right. If any time during that first 30 days you're like, eh, this isn't for me, I will refund your money. Again, schoolofpodcasting.com. So I want to start off with your very first episode because I'll have to go back and look. But I'm pretty there might be an episode out there of me giving what I now feel is really bad advice because I used to say things like, well, when you first start out, you know, people need to get to know you. So tell them a little bit about your background and tell them why you're going to be doing the podcast and tell them what's coming up. And let me explain with a little story here why that is bad advice. So let's say you're, you're driving down the street and you look over and holy cow, there's a new restaurant. And can we also pretend that there's no COVID? There's no any like every, everything is cool. And you look over and oh, my gosh, it's a restaurant. And the name of it is something that you love to eat. And you're like, oh, my gosh, I'll tell you what. Here's one of my favorite foods just to make this even weirder. One of my favorite foods, and I could eat this anytime. There is no I become a bottomless pit when you put this in front of me, and that is popcorn. I love popcorn. So I look on the wall and it's like, you know, America's top popcorn. And I'm like, okay, so I decide to uh to take a date. And so me and, and my date, we uh we get dressed up and we're gonna go to the new popcorn restaurant which sounds weird, but for the record, there is a restaurant now in the U.S. I think it's called melts or smelts. No smelts is a fish thing melts. And it's literally toasted cheese. And you pay like $8 for a toasted cheese sandwich. And what's really weird is the toasted cheese sandwich was invented in the depression because it was so cheap and you could live on toast anyway. Enough with that tangent. We get ready. We go into the popcorn restaurant and uh we we walk through these big doors and uh boy the ambiance is just great it's it's kind of cozy and warm and we are escorted to our table our uh our server comes over and gives us two glasses of water and they hand us a menu and i'm looking at the menu and i'm like oh wow look at look at this huh? and i'm kind of leafing through it and it kind of grabs me by surprise because uh you know i i i took time out of my day to to come here and, uh, and I'm ready for some popcorn. And uh, right there on page one, see it? Right there. It says, uh, next week, we will be having buttered popcorn. And the following week after that, we'll be talking about cheese corn. And we'll also be talking about caramel corn. Uh, at, uh, next month, we're going to do a deep dive into Oroville Redenbacher. And I'm like, okay. But I, I, I okay, hold on. Let's go to page two you know, and page two, nothing. It's all about what's coming. And I'm like, okay, well, then I look over, hey, can I have a kid's menu and give the kid's menu looking at it? Nothing. It's all about what's coming next week. And I'm like, but I'm here now. I'm here now. I'm ready for popcorn. And all you're giving me is a table of contents. Think about it. I read books. I like books. I listen to most of my books, but I'm here to tell you that the books that I have, if it's a really good book, I actually will buy the physical version because I want to highlight it. Although I do that now in my Kindle. So I will buy a Kindle book. But here's the thing. It doesn't matter if it's a Kindle book or a physical book. I have never highlighted the table of contents. I've never told a friend, you've got to read this book. Holy cow. And they go, why? I'm like, wait till you see the table of contents. Oh man. It just pulled at my heartstrings. No, never done that. Haven't done that. And so when you start a podcast with, Hey, welcome to the Dave Jackson hour. In the uh, in the future, I'm so glad you're here. This is the very first episode, and in the future, we're going to talk about yada, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And then later, we're going to do a deep dive into the thingamabob and the call it. So my website, Dave Jackson, blah, 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 yada, you get the point. There's, it'd be like going to a restaurant, and the only thing on the menu is stuff that is coming. So when you finally get somebody to click, and you finally get them to listen, you got to feed them. You cannot leave them hungry. Now, what would be better is what if I did this? I walk in, they hand me a menu and they go, tonight we're serving buttered popcorn homemade style. And I don't even know what homemade style sounds good, but I've never, okay, that's fine. It's not, uh, it's not from a microwave. So it's like mom used to make. All right, cool. So they bring out a bowl of buttered popcorn. And I was like, oh, this is like movie popcorn, only better. And I'm I'm just, glug, glug. I, I, I've totally forgotten that I brought a date. I'm completely enthralled with my popcorn. This is like the best popcorn I have ever had. Holy cow. What's the recipe? My, My compliments to the chef. And then they say, hey, thanks so much for coming. Next week, we're going to do cheese corn. And I'm like, oh, you know, I like cheese corn. And later we're doing caramel corn. Ooh, that sounds fun. And then later we're going to be doing barbecue popcorn. Barbecue popcorn. There's is such a thing. What? Now I want to come back because the first stuff you gave me was like, oh, man, that's what's going to make me come back. And you can do that. You can do a table of contents. You can do a tease to get somebody to come back. After you've given them something that's so good, they're gonna go tell their friends. And think about it. I'm an old musician. Everybody's first album was great. Van Halen, probably the Rolling Stones, you know, go through all, all the big acts. Their first album was typically one of their best. If not their first, their second. And that's because they had 15 years to come up with the songs of that. And so your first episode, the content should be really good. Now, for the record, it's weird because. 10 episodes after your first episode, you're going to hate your first episode because you've now grown in confidence on the microphone. You're not so stiff and things like that. So I get the fact that your first episode is not going to be forever, but you've got to give people more than a table of contents because again, nobody is highlighting the table of contents. You know how, Every church has a little old lady, probably named something like Mildred or Ruth or something like that. And uh, she's been there forever. I have one of those at my church. And right now, because I'm the quote nerd in the church, I am running the Zoom meeting that is my church. And it's kind of hard to get everybody on page because unlike normal Zoom meetings where you can see people. The people that go to my church are old, like old like officially old. And um they just call in on their phone. So there's no screen sharing. It's 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 it is what it is, right? You get the audience, you got to do with what you got. And so we have to know what's coming up next, and so we have this outline of the service. And so the uh the little lady at the church uh has figured out text messaging. And texted me the order of the service, but I kind of need this on my computer. And I said, hey, can uh, can you type this up in a Word document and attach it? And you know what the answer was? Huh? Yeah. It is what it is. So I, I was able to, you know, basically get my text message and forward it and et cetera. I mean, I, I was able to adapt, but that is something you kind of go, yeah. I mean, what if I was somebody who was thinking about joining this church and said, hey, can you email me over like a flyer or something you might have that tells me a little bit about the church? And they went, huh? Now, I love my little church, but from a brand standpoint, that's not good. That's not a great first impression. And so your brand can be like that. That's why I kind of cringe. I don't know what the deal is. I have so many things checking my spelling these days that I think they fight with each other. And I'm still finding typos because I swear an autocomplete is another one, right? And you end up with a typo on your website. That I, ugh, that kills me. And I realize I do that not on a super regular basis, but it happens. And part of me goes, ah, well, you're a human. It's okay. So I've got a couple tools here. And one just came out. Like, this is hot off the presses, and it is a calendar tool. Now, calendar tools are not really new. I use Acuity scheduling. I love it to death. It does so much more than just scheduling. There is Calendly, there's Book Like a Boss, there is Schedule Once, et cetera, et cetera. And what I like about this one right now is unlike those other ones that I just mentioned, this has a one time fee, it has a lifetime sign up. It's called TidyCal. If you go to support slash tidy T I D Y C A L. You can actually buy this for 20 bucks and that's it. Now what it does is it lets you make appointment types and these can be free or they can be not free. It ties in right now with just your Google calendar and the people that have launched this have said, look, we're going to integrate with outlook and Apple and things like that in the future. But right now, if you want to come in and kick the tires and get it going, 20 bucks one-time fee. And so if you're working with anybody right now in podcasting, whether it's booking a guest or if you are a guest on somebody else's show, I don't ask, hey, what day works good for you? I ask, would you like to use my scheduling link or your scheduling link? Because it is assumed that you're using some sort of tool because many of these are free. Now the free ones kind of get you going, but in some cases it's kind of cool to have the little bells and whistles. So if you are doing any kind of scheduling guests or if you want to be a guest on a show, you might want to check out tidy cow. And I've got an actual video in the website. If you go out to my website, schoolofpodcasting dot com slash seven six one, because today is episode number seven hundred and sixty one, I will have videos for these tools that I am talking about. So the first one, TidyCow, 20 bucks, lifetime access to this tool. This next tool, I spoke with the developer, the creator, the two founders of the company, and I loved how they built this tool. It's called Telby. And you've heard me talk about SpeakPipe. And for the record, there is nothing wrong with SpeakPipe. I've used that tool for years. And what that is, it's a way for people to go to your website, click on a button, and if they've got a microphone plugged in, which pretty much all laptops and computers do, you can leave a message and it even works on your phone. It's about uh, $14 a month, something like that. And I've used it for years. And what the creators of Telby, that's this new service, did is they looked at Speakpipe, and then I love this. they went to different forums on Reddit and other places that were talking about Speakpipe. and what did they do? They listened for the pain points, and they saw people go, "Well, I like Speakpipe, it's cool, but I wish it could like transcribe my posts that come in from people. I wish I could customize the buttons a little more, although Speakpipe does have some customization. You can actually customize it." I wish I could do that. Uh, I wish I could share things that came in. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. So what they did is they're like, oh, okay, this is what this audience wants. So how am I going to get people to leave one brand, SpeakPipe, and come over to Telby? Well, we've got to give them these tools that they wish SpeakPipe did. So this is a classic example of going to where your audience is and listen and then give them what they want. And so why I'm kind of excited about this is I do a thing, and this is coming back, called the question of the month, where I will ask you a question and you can go and leave an answer as well as if you have a podcast, promote it. And the way Telby works, you have channels. And this is great, especially if you have multiple shows or if you're an agency and you want to Offer this as a service for your clients. You could have multiple channels, each one be its own show. In fact, it even has a feature where you could have teams. So you could say, look, I want to give editor A access to this show, but I use a different editor for this other show because of my co-host. So I'm going to give that person access to this particular channel. So it's got a whole team aspect to it. But what I like about it is I can actually yeah, you know how you have the little thing like send a voicemail that pops up on the side. They have one of those. You can embed a button on your website, like in the actual post. And again, SpeakPipe does that. And it also has a feature where you can have it where you click and it pops up. That is kind of cool. And it's completely customizable. And you can actually say, look, I would like your name, your email and your phone number. And you can make those required or not. And so you can also have messages up to seven minutes. That's a little different than SpeakPipe. And I believe the one thing that SpeakPipe does that uh, Telby doesn't is right now, I think it integrates where you can have people sign up to your newsletter. But the one thing that Telby does, and there are two different versions of this under your one account. One feature is I can create a Telby, a widget. We'll just call it a widget. I can make a Telby widget. And I can embed that in my page. I can have the little button on the side. I can have the pop-up. So that's kind of like an inline version of this uh, technology. It's inside your website. Then they have another version, and you could use both these at the same time, And it, where you basically create a page for your audience to leave a voicemail message. And what's cool about this is you could, you go in and you can type text all again of this is completely customizable. So for me, I could make a page that is like, hey, welcome to the question of the month. This month's question is blah. Click the button below. And then that would automatically go to me. But here's the cool thing. Once they put in their name and email address, and again, that's can be required or not, It will then take them to another page. that says, hey, thank you so much for leaving a message. And then you can put a link right there. And in my button or my case, uh, anytime I can put a link to somebody to subscribe to my show because it's all about subscribers. I was like, huh, that's different and kind of cool. It's kind of a pass through once you've submitted your thing. Where can I send people again? So, this is called Telby. Now, it is a little more expensive. And, like everything else, if you buy it by the year, it's cheaper. It's around $18. So, it's a little more, but not like, holy cow, more. And for me, this is kind of where we get into branding. My old logo for the School of Podcasting wasn't horrible. But when I had Mark from podcastbranding.co redo it, everybody was like, oh man, that looks cool. It looks good on t-shirts. It looks good on the soundproofing I have in my house. It has all sorts. It's just a much, it's, there's good. And then there's like, wow. And so sometimes just having something look a little cooler, even if it is parting your hair in the middle might be the thing that has people go, oh, wow, this is a, this is a professional podcast. This is actually somebody, this isn't three guys in the basement doing a podcast into one microphone, you know, the three guys, one brain show. This is somebody who's taking it a little more serious. So, and that's the nice thing about the calendar widget I just mentioned is the fact that you can kind of customize that. Not so much with colors a little bit, uh, but again, you can customize that. And Telby has a lot more customization on how it looks. And there's even a thing, there for you can put in a privacy policy and say, look, this is how I'm going to use your voicemail. So if you want to be completely GDPR compliant and all that, uh, it's pretty cool. And again, links out at the show notes at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 761. I've got a video showing you the behind the scenes. I'm, I'm going to call this a drive by video. It's just me playing with it for the very first time. If you are afraid that if you start a podcast, you're gonna sound stupid, or that you're gonna buy a bunch of the wrong equipment, or if you're not really sure what you wanna podcast about because you have so many interests, look, I get it, I can help. At the School of Podcasting, we have step-by-step tutorials, and the first one, planning your podcast, really helps you figure out, okay, what is my audience, what do they want, and how can I give it to them, And how is it going to help me get to where I want to go? And that's just one of the courses. We also have a private Facebook group filled with brilliant podcasting people. So if you want to brainstorm with those folks, we all love to help each other. And you've got live group coaching where you can come and get your questions answered live right there with, again, myself and other podcasters. Every Friday, we have Lunch with Dave. That's a little mini group of group coaching. And the great thing is you can join worry free. Go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code LISTENER. And if for some reason in those first 30 days, if you decide, ah, you know what? Podcasting's not for me. Just let me know and I will refund your money. Check it out. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code LISTENER. Hey, if you missed last week's episode with Shane Whaley from Torpreneur, Shane actually has a show about travel. And as you might imagine, in the middle of a pandemic, that's kind of a problem. And it's a really great interview I did with Shane. And you really just see the power of a positive attitude and not giving up. You can see that at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 761. And you can find Shane at tourpreneur.com. Got a lot of good feedback on that particular interview And the last tool I want to talk about, there is a part of me that goes, do you really want to give away this secret? Because here's the thing. Can I, can I let you in on a little secret? As much as this show is me trying to get non-podcasters to start a podcast and for people that have a podcast to come to my membership site so I can help you grow it. A lot of the people that listen to this podcast are podcast consultants. Yeah, I know. So I'm going to kind of help. And can we put up air quote here? My competition. But I found this tool and I really love it. And so I wanted to share it with you. It is a CRM, which stands for customer relationship manager. And I'm going to guess in 1994 ish. I won employee of the year for a fortune 500 company, which was the first time a salesperson had not won that award. And one of the reasons was I was harnessing the power of technology and using it in the customer service field. And all it was, was a CRM and it ensures that you don't let people fall through the cracks. And so I love these, but the problem is with most CRMs, they are geared towards salespeople and they talk a lot about funnels and all sorts of other fun stuff. And and again, many, many moons ago, I used to teach sales classes to people and I don't need that. I just want something where I can put all of my clients' information in one place, all the notes about our meetings, all the notes about their podcast and any emails all in one spot. So when somebody says, hey, Dave, I have a question, I can quickly go there. See what they're about, see what they're supposed to be working on, see what their struggles are and make sure I'm giving them what they need. And I couldn't find anything that was more on the relationship part. It was all on the sales part. And in my case, I've already made the sale. You're a member of the school of podcasting. And so I found this tool and I love the name of it called less annoying CRM. And if you go to supportthisshow.com slash less annoying, That will take you over there. That is an affiliate link. And why I like this is it's super easy to go in and I can add you to the database. In fact, I can actually import it. So what happens, just to give you the workflow, right now I'm using Thinkific. That might be changing in the future. But I have Thinkific with a tool called Zapier. Email me an Excel spreadsheet with your first name, last name, and your email address, and anything else about what you just purchased, I import this into Less Annoying CRM. And from there, I then say, okay. Uh, And there's a whole onboarding thing that I do that I can now just add in there and make sure I don't skip anything. I can group you. Are you a monthly user? Are you a yearly subscriber? Are you a guest? Are you you know, a somebody that I do editing for, there's all sorts of different things. So I can really organize all my people. And the thing I love, and there are other tools that use this as well, is they give you this kind of weird looking email. And if you email me, I can forward your email to this kind of funky email that then ties whatever you just sent me to your record in the CRM. So it's a great way to, again, make it easy to organize all of the information I have going back and forth into this place so that when I get ready to work with you or if you have a question, I can see your history. I can see what you're working on and I don't have to do a bunch of back and forth with you so we can just keep moving forward. And so the other thing I like about it, because I could go on and on about it, is the fact that they do not Within like normal reason, like if you have 50,000 people, they might raise the price on you, but it's 15 bucks. If you're flying solo, if you have a team, it's 15 bucks per person. But for me, it's 15 bucks. I am an army of one and it doesn't matter how many people I have where other places that I've used It's like, oh, it's only five bucks. But if you have more than 10 clients, okay, now it's 20 bucks. And if you have more than 30 clients, it's blah, blah. blah. And eventually we need your left arm and your firstborn. And then I leave. And this is made specifically for kind of entrepreneurs, small businesses that really want to nurture a relationship. And again, I kind of like, should I be pointing this out? Because that's kind of my bag. That's what I like to do. I like to smother you with attention and make sure that you're going in the right direction direction. So those are three tools. And but what does that do? Just to kind of wrap this all up. These three tools that we looked at today. My CRM helps me make a great first impression. Make sure I don't drop anything when you're onboarding into the school of podcasting. I like Telby because it's a cool way to uh get information from your listeners because after all, it's their podcast. And the more I understand them, the better I can make uh, my episodes. And it looks cool. Let's face it. It just looks cool. All right. That, that works. And then the third one is the calendar tool. And right now I don't know that I'm going to be leaving Acuity to use this because there are some extra bonus feature that Acuity uses. But if I was starting today, a brand new podcast, I think this is what I would use because it's super simple. Uh, the only downside is right now it only integrates with PayPal. And there are people that like, uh-uh, I'm not using PayPal. It's the devil. Okay. So if there's no like Stripe integration right now. It's just PayPal. Uh, if I had to say one thing that I wish that uh Less Annoying CRM did, it doesn't integrate with Zapier. So I have to do this weird manual import thing, which takes all of two seconds. So it's not that big a deal, but there's always room for improvement, right? So think about your podcast and... What first impression are you making with people? We talked about your first episode. Hit them with something good that makes them go, holy cow, can I have seconds, please? Make sure it's easy for getting guests and you to connect on your calendar. Make sure it's easy to connect with you and your audience if they want to leave you feedback. And then if you're doing any kind of consulting or coaching or just managing up your guests, you could use a CRM for that. Because in the end, it's not doing giant things, he said, hitting the microphone, that are going to impress sometimes your audience. It's doing the little things that other people don't do that really have people talking to other people going, you should check this out. You're not going to believe what she's doing. You're not going to believe what he's doing. This is really cool. So make it easy. Make a great impression and get your listeners coming back. Thanks so much for listening. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. While you're there, if you like this episode, you can subscribe for free. And also while you're there, if you're thinking of starting a podcast, click on the join button. And again, use the coupon code listener and save on either a monthly or yearly subscription and you can join worry-free. It's all there, schoolofpodcasting.com. Thanks so much for listening. Until next week, take care. God bless. Class is dismissed. we hop in my car, we go over to America's top, uh, pod, pod, cor- pod, 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 what popcorn. There we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm.